Buna Gill's reaction is common. Her preoccupation with mountain lions began when she started thinking of herself and her family as prey. As far as I'm concerned, I have an eight-year-old grandson who's here all the time. And I allow him to walk down the road, the very road where the attack happened, to visit his friend. And now I don't know if I ever will again. Now, some people might say that, given that you do live in mountain lion country, your grandson is no more in danger nor no less in danger than he ever was. Well, that's possibly true. However, it's now proven that there was and perhaps still is one here. And the troublesome thing to me is that this one apparently didn't mind the uh, local traffic and and noise and everything else that goes with a neighborhood. That's what's different. Something is different, but it's probably not the mountain lions. 50% of California is mountain lion territory. Close to 100% is people territory. As families look for solitude at the borders of wild land, they move into territory where cougars, as they are also known, have always lived. The Hamilton Range across the valley from the Gills has one of the densest populations of mountain lions in the state, about 10 cougars per 100 square miles. Wildlife biologist Rick Hopkins spent 10 years studying mountain lions. He leads the way up a steep trail in the state park that overlooks Morgan Hill. We have to put things in perspective. In 1970, we had 20 million people in this state. Our population has increased 65%. I mean, that's no small increase. And California may well have the largest lion population because it's got the greatest amount of area in, in reality, maybe just barely second to Texas. So one would predict on that basis what I used to, uh, what I'd like to refer to as my gas molecule hypothesis, that you know the more molecules of two gases you put in a, an enclosed, confined space, the more likely that they're going to come into contact with one another. And if you increase the densities, they're going to come into contact more and more frequently. 33 million Californians and four to 6,000 California mountain lions. We think. There's no good way to get an accurate count. In some areas, cougars may be on the rise, while in others on the decline. In the most intensely studied areas, the populations are stable. If you were an alien and came down to this planet, you would predict, without knowing anything, that California ought to have the greatest absolute number of attacks in any other state in the Union by far. Well, in reality, it doesn't. Vancouver Island has the greatest number of attacks, twice as many as California since 1972. So it's not as simple as people plus mountain lions equals conflict. One thought is that people just aren't interesting enough to a cougar. We'd have a lot more to worry about if we had four legs, a long neck, and ate the acorns of this rugged oak forest. What's interesting is that if you were to stand here and just look over the lip of this road down there in those trees and, and where there's some fairly decent underbrush, mm -hmm. there can easily be a cougar down in that kind of a situation. Uh, I've on more than one occasion, you know, it was a radio collared cat, I knew it was there. I, I got within 100 to 200 yards of it, and the cougar never moved. And so this is the kind of thing that people don't realize that as they're hiking along, uh, cougars aren't all of a sudden going to blow town. I mean, they're, they're going to generally just stay hidden and stay where they are. Um, there are thousands upon thousands of occasions where people come within relatively close contact of a cougar and they're completely unaware of it. Hopkins says what's also interesting is not how often mountain lions attack, but how often they don't. He and others like to say that the chance of winning the lottery or being struck by lightning 
is higher than the chance of being attacked by a mountain lion. The Cocker Spaniel on the other side of Morgan Hill was perhaps a culinary experiment, certainly not a cougar's meat and potatoes. We look for patterns in science, and that's what's really important. Cougars require quite a bit of caloric intake, and a Cocker Spaniel is hardly going to cut it. It's going to provide a, a source of, of food for the moment, but then they're going to have to continually feed, and unless people are losing pets on a regular basis there, that's probably a one-shot deal. Quoting probabilities is fine for a wildlife biologist. Still, in 1994, jogger Barbara Schoner was apparently ambushed like any other cougar prey, pounced on from behind and killed by a cat's powerful jaws. Iris Kenna, also killed in 1994, was most likely ambushed too. And children have been attacked as well. It's thought their herky-jerky way of moving might trigger a cougar's preying instinct.